Welcome to the Lionfish Podcast. Today we're coming from Tobacco Key Marine Station on a beautiful island off the coast of Belize, Tobacco Key. And today we're speaking with Teresa. Hello, hello. Well, thank you for having me, Scott. I'm excited to be here, especially on the island, but especially with you. Um, so I am from Bedford, Massachusetts. Bedford. Bedford, yes. And I do <laughs> currently live in Medford, so figure oh, that one out. Bedford, Medford. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, aside from being here where I can pet all the island dogs, I'm usually at home talking to my dog. So Really? Yeah. Excited to be talking about some other things for now, though. So we were talking uh, on the way to this uh, that you had been here before. Yeah. Tell so, us a little bit about that. Eight years ago, um, I came here for the first time with my high school on an environmental science field trip. So Mr. Griffin, an incredible environmental science teacher, really had this um, showcase for, you know, external learning and making sure that you're actually on the hands-on side of things and for someone like myself who has raging ADHD and cannot pay attention <laughs> coming out into the environment was an incredible opportunity yeah. so we spent five days in the jungle doing um, work at some of the Mayan sites and acknowledging the culture and really getting a chance to see the beautiful country that Belize is and then we spent the rest of the time here on Tobacco Key and we worked with the Marine Station which I am now interning at which is a full circle you know experience for me but it was my first time ever leaving the country and I realized a lot of things on that trip but I also realized that I know nothing <laughs> and seeing the environment for what it was um, a little side note in hindsight it's even sadder because in 2015 was one of the last times that you could see Bird Island uh -oh. before it was destroyed um, and so coming back eight years later and seeing the changes has been really sad but also seeing all the work that's been put in by the marine station is really empowering and you know getting to be a part of that is incredible yeah so you set your bar pretty high for leaving the country I did I did I did you know I mean after coming to Belize when I got home I signed up to uh, teach English abroad for a year because I just had an itch that couldn't be scratched wow. um, and so I convinced my parents to let me take a gap year and all of that wouldn't have happened without coming here and having this experience um, and really seeing everything that Belize has to offer not only in terms of environmental and exotic species but also just the people are incredible yeah, they really are really are and for those of you who have never heard of tobacco key um, there's how many people live on this island 35 during peak season yeah and it's uh, it's about 15 miles off the coast yep. of uh, Dangriga and when you stay here you have to stay at a lodge that has meals included because there's no restaurants there's no shops there's nothing it's just uh, you're, you're kind of out here and it's semi off the grid uh, I mean, nor would you want bad. to eat anywhere else, though, that would you? That is correct, yeah. <laughs> so if you hear a lot of plates clanking and uh, people coming th through here, we're, we're in the uh, dining hall to do the podcast. So I apologize for any uh, background noise. So I usually ask people uh, about their lionfish. How did you first learn about lionfish? What yeah. did that come about? So eight years ago, when I was here for the first time, um, there was a different uh, station manager at the Marine Biology Station, and his name was Mike. Um, and he taught us very briefly about lionfish and, you know, their invasive nature and how they um, affect a reef. But back then, I don't think it was as big of an issue or they didn't realize the extent to how big of an issue it was. And so it was almost kind of an afterthought. There was all of these other things going on and then lionfish in addition to that. But, you know, when I got home and I was able to really kind of dig into it, I was able to see how big of an issue it is. And then being here this time and acknowledging how much it has affected the reef already and how far they've spread, 
I mean, it's something that not only is it affecting the sea life, but it affects the communities here. It affects the fishing communities. It affects people's ability to feed themselves, you know, and that's a basic necessity for life. Right. And do you remember the first time you saw a lionfish? Last year, uh, eight years ago, we went mangrove snorkeling um, and we saw a juvenile lionfish hanging out in the mangroves. Um, and, you know, it's sad because they're beautiful fish. They're gorgeous. But and it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, they can do everything they need to do in the <laughs> in the Indo-Pacific where they're native. Yeah. But here, you know, they're they're kind of a stark contrast to the rest of the wildlife around them. Um, and it's an eerie feeling because they're, you know, you're in awe of this gorgeous creature, but you're also kind of scared of what they can do to the environment around them. Right. Yeah. Um, so we have a big tournament this weekend. Yes. Did you come here specifically for that? Or how long have you been here and how long are you staying? Yeah, so I've been here for the past three days. We'll be here for the next seven. Um, it's just 10 days, unfortunately. But uh, they do they run two internships during the summer. So highly recommend anyone who's thinking about it to definitely participate. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, basically anyone of any age, any degree can um, apply to be an intern at Tobacco Key. And they really put you to work when you get here. But they also take the time to teach you everything. Yeah. The first two days that we were here, they took us through what the reef was about, the types of coral, the type of fish. They took us night snorkeling. I mean, they spend every single second making sure that you're comfortable and confident knowing everything about Tobacco Key. Yeah. Um, and I definitely was enticed to do this internship rather than the one in July because <laughs> of the lionfish tournament. I mean, getting to participate in something so iconic, but also something that brings together international, local, and these NGOs where they can all have one common goal together. It's pretty cool to watch. Yeah, so have you, you've never been, have you been to a, a lionfish tournament ever before? No, I have never, I have no idea what to expect. I'm really excited. Yeah. So two years ago, um, you know, with our nonprofit, we, we, James and Zara asked if we could come out and help them with their tournament, their first tournament ever. So. Uh, came out here and they caught 215 lionfish in a matter of hours. You wow. know? And most of them are free diving. Yeah, so this is yeah. going to be their largest one. What are you expecting out of this? I Do you have really, any idea how it's going to go or I the really don't know. Or <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've definitely prepared us. And with the island being as small as it is, we've gotten to get to know some of the locals. And um, some of the locals are participating. And they've kind of put bugs in our ears about how excited they are and how many people it brings to the island and how much awareness it brings to the lionfish problem. Um, and then also the fact that they use the meat then to have a cooking competition and kind yeah. of feed the whole island. It really is this like communal meal that celebrates doing something good. Um, and I think that was what I was the most surprised about was that, you know, the local fishermen are more than well aware of how big this problem is and they're the first people to tell you and so I think getting to watch them interact with the marine station and then also having these you know diving teams coming out from the major lodges in Dungriga I can't imagine how much beautiful chaos it's going to be yeah. in this tiny little island. Yeah, good. I, uh, and I'm hoping to do a, a follow-up interview with you uh, before and after. Before to and see, after. <laughs> see how, how exhausted you are. Yeah, we'll see if I survive after dissecting <laughs> over 400, hopefully, yeah. lionfish. Yeah, we're hoping to bring in uh, more than 400. 
Yeah. Uh, that'll be the largest catch ever. So, uh, and there's eight teams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's four free divers and there's four scuba divers. Four yeah. teams. Four teams of uh, free dive and scuba dive. We'll be interested to see on you know what the breakdown is between the free diving and the diving teams. If they bring up more females, if they bring up more males, yeah. the sizes that they're bringing up. Because we'll be dissecting every single fish yeah. that gets collected. Yeah, it's going to be a, a mass production line. So it definitely will be. And we've gotten all of the tools and learned how to do it. So not worried about it at all. And you can make some beautiful jewelry out of that lionfish. Nice. So nice. Yeah. So, uh, where do you want to be in life? Like when you when you Ooh. grow up, I still haven't figured that out for myself. <laughs> but like when you grow up, uh, what would you like to be doing in life? That is a loaded question. Um, <laughs> so honestly, Belize changed that for me eight years ago. So yeah. when I was in high school, I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian. I like animals more than I like people usually. Um, but coming here, I realized that there's so much in this world that I just had no idea what it was, and then. Through college, I kind of was turned into conflict work and, you know, realizing that just because of the privilege of where I live, I didn't have to deal with conflict, I didn't have to deal with war, I didn't have to deal with famine. And, you know, being a part of teams that go in and are able to ask a community what they need and work with them in order to fulfill those needs is something that is not only incredibly gratifying but it's also something that helps you build relationships that last a lifetime right you know and so the goal is to get back into that kind of work and i was uh supposed to leave for the peace corps in june of 2020 <laughs> <laughs> yeah how'd that work so, out for you uh, you know i had my visa and i was ready to go <laughs> but um i I'm hoping to do something like the Peace Corps again so that I can actually go and have the experience overseas and then use that to work internationally and you know work alongside the marine conservation world and bring those two together because they go hand in hand more than a lot of people think they do. Yeah, yeah. and good for you. I mean, that, it doesn't sound like an easy path. It's not, but it's also one that makes the most sense for me. Yeah. It has never been, I've had the privilege of doing the work in college a little bit and it has never been too much. It's never been something where, you know, you leave the program feeling completely dejected. Obviously it's hard and you hear some things that really make you question everything and you're, you know, you're fronted with the worst of humanity and the best of humanity at the same time. But just being a part of that reconstructed effort and seeing the change that you can make with a community, it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good for you. That's, uh, that's admirable. Yeah, uh, and you're here on this island where there's no conflict. No, no, there is not. The biggest conflict is who's going to win the cooking competition. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you'll be judging that, so you can keep the, the crowds Ooh. at bay. Well, we'll see. Well, yeah. hopefully, hopefully they're bribing us with coconuts. So. Yeah. so, from eight years ago when you learned about lionfish for the first time, uh, did you think about them until you got here again, or? Very, very sporadically. So, you know, up in Massachusetts, our marine life is a little bit different than down here. Just a touch. Just, just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. You know, the sharks are a little larger. Yeah. Um, but I didn't even contemplate the fact that lionfish could be up there until yeah. this time, until you gave your presentation about lionfish. And just thinking about that makes it seem, you know, all the more scary because the facts the fact that those environments are so wildly different and this invasive species can thrive in both yeah. is is terrifying, honestly. And I think that while this time we've definitely gone it over it in more depth and I've seen, you know, firsthand the degradation that lionfish can cause, I anticipate it'll be something that it sticks with me for the long run. Right. And you know, I'll go home and maybe I'll go lionfish hunting. We'll see if I can find anything in the summer up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go down deep enough. Yeah. 
Well, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've dived a lot of uh, Plymouth and Gloucester. Yeah. And just cold. I, yeah. Once I once I started diving in the Florida Keys, I never went back. Your teeth start chattering yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I went once in April, and I was on the surface trying to get down. It was so cold, and it started snowing. I'm like, this is just <laughs> nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah not, yeah, not my kind of diving. Um, so did you did you go uh, snorkeling eight years ago, obviously, and then snorkeling this year to see any difference? Yeah, so definitely did. Um, eight years ago, there was more marine life in the, you know, right off Reef Send here, which is one of the lodges. You could see, you know, thousands of fish surrounding you. And there was just such a thriving you know ecosystem and while it's still thriving and there are still so many fish down there it definitely feels a little bit a little bit more vacant yeah. you know it seems like there's less you know the the schools of fish are smaller and you don't see as many you know certain types up here but i think that the island has done a great job of keeping lionfish away from the reef so the mangroves themselves kind of felt a little bit like a ghost town we yeah. saw we saw some really cool species out there and we saw some seahorses which was yeah. incredible but it also did it felt a little bit emptier than it did eight years ago which was sad you know yeah. and you don't know whether or not that's entirely due to lionfish but you got to know that they're part of the problem right so what's the thing you're looking most to on sunday with the Ooh. big tournament what's like if you had to pick like one or two things that you really hope you you experience what would that be well i not to put you on the spot. Not or to nothing. put me on the spot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Honestly, I'm really excited for the di the dissections. Um, as someone who's kind of gone the more people political route in life, I've gotten away from that true science and being able to really examine something. And so when we did some dissections to prepare, it was so cool. Just yeah. seeing what I mean, seeing what was in there and their sad. stomach contents was sad but you know being able to dissect the fish and really understand okay this is a female that's about to release their eggs and we caught them right before you know yeah. that's that's kind of a cool feeling um, but also just interacting with the local teams I mean they're so excited about this and being able to be that person to be you did an incredible job you took 150 200 lionfish out of this you know environment and you saved God knows how many fish sure. and getting to like be a part of that excitement I can't wait yeah yeah, it's uh, this is the, the the donations they got is incredible. Yeah, I mean two thousand Belizean dollars for first place. Yeah, that's yeah for a small island like this, <laughs> or for for a small town like it's that. It's life changing. It really is. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, and you uh, know what? For a day of diving. For a day of diving, exactly. Yeah. For something that these people are already doing. Yeah, and, and you that's, know, there's a whole ton of other prizes, cash yeah. prizes, and other great great stuff that they they get. So yeah, and I think like. You know, speaking to at least the teams that are on the island, I think they would participate either way. But being sure. able to use those prizes to draw in, you know, people from Dungriga, from Hopkins, even like, you know, some teams coming further out, like getting them to this tiny little island to do something so important. Yeah. You really can't. I really can't commend the Marine staff enough. Yeah, they, they work really hard. They're incredible. Uh, you know, I always thought, oh, I could come over and take this job. And I watch them. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, James and Zara and Taylor and Ronnie really have the perfect setup here. Yeah. They work so well together. And, you know, just being here on an intern basis, it is incredible watching them and watching how much change they're able to make. Yeah. And, and they said they had 1,200 people come through here since January. Yeah. That's isn't that wild? It's incredible. That's 1,200 students' lives who are changed. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, wow. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I know I don't want to keep you too long because I, I do want to do a follow-up interview if, yeah. if you remember and I remember because it's we'll going to be chaos that day. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Uh, I look forward to staying in touch. Yeah, of course. And, thanks for uh, having me. Yeah. Let's let's do a great job. And hopefully, uh, we'll pause right here and step up with the uh, the post-interview. To step see, up with the post-interview. Be ready to be tired. See if you're crying or not. Or <laughs> Probably. You know, I might be a bit delirious, but yeah. you know, if I can't string a sentence together, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks again, and we'll, we'll talk soon. Yep, absolutely. Thanks. All right. For this section, we're out of here. All right. It's 24 hours later. All the fish have been counted, dissected, measured, all that fun stuff. Let's get on to part two of this podcast. All right. We're back with Teresa. Howdy ho. What's going on? You tell me. <laughs> well, we just dissected as a team 634 lionfish. Uh, and not just dissect. No, not just dissect. Completely researched. Figured out what was in their stomach contents, what was coming up. Uh, figured out whether they were male or female, what was going on there, and um, how far they were in their gestation period. Kind of get some more information about what's going on around Belize. Yeah. Did he? Did you expect it to be this easy or this difficult? I. Everyone was telling us that we weren't going to finish. Yeah. There were a lot of cynics in the group, especially last night when we had the final count. Um, there were quite a few cynics saying that there was no way we were going to get done, and absolutely no way we were getting done before 9 p.m. But okay, I was only joking when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even part of the group, you know, people that were doing all the dissecting. We started at 5:30 this morning. Yeah. And we're done. And it is—I don't even know what time it is, honestly. Time is an illusion today, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, we, it also rained during the day. It rained. It hailed. We had a coconut fall on our heads almost. Thank <sighs> God for the tarp that was created. Yeah, that would have that would have made a mess. There would have been uh, scalpels Spikes and scissors everywhere. flying. We all and, would have yeah. been impaled with venomous poison. It would have been great. Yeah, the crime scene would have been really bad. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> what did you take out of today? Like, is there something that is going to stick in your mind forever that that happened or that you saw or you learned? I think um, just the sheer number of lionfish that we were dissecting and the difference in what was in their stomachs really just goes to show how like invasive of a species they are and how adaptable they are you know we pulled everything out of them from a super rare scarlet you know shrimp to a almost you know juvenile snapper to we had a sea bass in there which should absolutely not be in the mouth right. of a lionfish um, and so I think that just goes to show how much of a problem they can be because they can swallow anything yeah and their stomachs can grow up to 30 times the size and that's a frightening beast yeah it is so and you know you have a fish that can be anywhere from two inches to 10 inches to 12 inches and you know we don't even have the larger ones around here so I can only imagine when you go deeper what you see yeah so it was a hot day. It was a sticky day. Hot, There's sticky. fish scales flying all over the place. Yep. Burgers There's, for dinner, for lunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had fish for lunch. I'm like, are you uh, kidding me? Go. Seriously? <laughs> I don't think I can have fish today, honestly. I had a little ceviche, but yeah. that might be it for well, me. Well, I was hungry. I said, no, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah, whatever um, you have. And so and then we had the cooking contest. Yep. Um, and we had the rum distributors here. Yeah. And we had the jewelry people here. Yep. What was your favorite part of today, this whole process? Honestly, um, I think how good the team came together, you know, I don't think anyone had a particularly fantastic time dissecting lionfish, especially that many, but we all just kind of kept egging each other on and like, yeah. you know, we have one ice box left, one <laughs> ice box left, and just how much we were able to kind of come together as a small little community and get it done, yeah. but also how much the island came around to watch what was going on and yeah. kind of interact with us because, you know, it's something that affects their permanent homes, you know, we're just here as visitors, we're here just here as guests, but sure. this is something they deal with every day yeah and you know for uh, such a tiny 
island, yeah. uh, four acres, right? Uh, it was pretty packed today. Yeah. And then that boat came in, and there was yeah. uh, some people from Italy and from all from over. From all over, yeah. yeah. Everyone's, you know, everyone wants to come to Tobacco Key because the island is infectious, and the yeah. people are even more so. Yeah. You know. And there's lionfish scales all over the place. And there's lionfish scales all <laughs> over everything, including myself. I don't yeah. think that'll ever come off, but yeah. that's fine. <laughs> so the big question is, uh, what are you going to be doing tonight? Drinking. That's um, what everyone says. We're going to the bar. <laughs> we are. I promised the other interns that if we finished all the lionfish, that I would take tequila shots with them. But I didn't think we were going to finish, so I guess I have to hold up to that promise. Yeah. But it'll be a good time. I think we're going to, you know, get some time to rest and, you know, have some fun tomorrow. Go out and see some of the sights. Go snorkeling. Get in the water again. Yeah. I'll be on a bus for three hours. A couple of taxis. Another well, ferry. Two boat rides. So. It does seem like a choice you made, though. Uh, yeah. You could just stay for a while. <laughs> Hang out with the group. We're gonna be here enjoying the next few days yeah, and I really know. getting a chance to like enjoy how beautiful it is here. Yeah, it really is. It, it's stunning, yeah. and you can't get better than island dogs that come up and lay on your feet while you're dissecting fish between the two beautiful little girls that are running oh God, around the so island. Adorable. They're so cute. Yesterday, I couldn't get them off my hip. You know, it's one of those things where everyone is interested in what we're doing, and it's just such a such an important like thing that we're doing here, and it's even more telling that everyone around here knows how important it is. You know, and I had one of the teams yesterday say, it doesn't matter if we win or lose, we're all winners today because we get them out of the water. Yeah. And... Yeah, and they meant that too. They did, they did, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and especially when the first few teams came in yesterday and they only had caught a few, you know, we were getting a little a little dejected, and, but, <laughs> it was but a little also nervous, excited. Yeah. It was a little nervous. Yeah. Um, but then those beasts came in later on in the day. The free divers the caught free the divers. biggest ones, which is scary. Wild. Yeah. Wild. That thing is a monster. Yeah. You can get three or four dinners out of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, that's, that's the scary part is when free divers can hold their breath, go down and catch this big... 2.15 or 2. Point whatever yep. yeah. pound monster. Yeah, I mean it, it begs the question: What's further down there? Yeah. You know, and they're such good predators, and they're such good, you know, they're so good at hiding in the reefs as well, and hiding in the mangroves that we have no idea. Yeah. So um, I want to first of all just thank you for letting me come in and join your little party crew, and Absolutely, you know, Uncle be Scott. in the out outskirts of it, and you know. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. You've assimilated into the team quite well. <laughs> quite well. I don't think we could have done it without you running the fish back and oh, forth. Oh, yeah. Like, I worked really hard today. You yeah. did. Absolutely. Yeah. Keeping morale high, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, as important as any other job. Yeah. Well, you guys did a great job. I'm really impressed. When he, when, like I said, when he came uh, out, I was saying this to Aaron or, or Leo, whoever it was, I was yeah. like, when he came out and said, we're done, I'm like, what? How? That can't be. I know. I held the last lionfish in my hand and I was, had a little jig, you know, had to dance a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It was wild. I did not anticipate us yeah. to get done that quickly. Well, you guys did a great job. I'm really impressed. Uh, I'm always impressed when I come here. It's just the caliber of, of work here and the people, the interns, and yeah. the passion. It's just so cool. It's impossible not to. When yeah. you have a marine station that's run with such like committed and passionate people and has a mission that hits so close to home that you can see. I mean, you walk two seconds and you're on the beach and you can see what is happening around you. Yeah. You know, and you see how things are changing and how things are affected. How can you not be passionate about something like that? So how would you, uh, if someone's listening and they're like on the fence of studying abroad or coming out yeah. here, how, what would you say to do convince it. them? Do it. Just I come to Tobacco Key? Do it. Come to Tobacco Key. Come to the Marine Station. I'm 26. I'm not in school. I have no business doing an internship. But that's the most, like, the most 
important thing about this is that it's not just for people that are studying marine biology. It's not just for people that are still in college. You know, one of the interns from last year is in his 40s, you know, and it's just really a collective coming together and learning about the ocean and learning about the world around us. And the fact that it is such an incredible group of people, I think year after year goes to show that this place is infectious and you really just got to do it. Yeah. You just got to do it. It's worth every single moment. Yeah, when I when I, get, when I got back on the sand and I saw uh, James and Zara, he's like, I can't believe it's been two years. And I was like, I was just thinking that it felt like six months, and yeah. time flies quickly. But it does. Get get here, get to Tobacco Key. Get here. It's it's worth the trip. Eight years was far too long in between trips. I'll be back in the next two for sure. Yeah. Well, let everyone know. So we'll maybe we'll do a reunion yeah, tour. Yeah, do or a something. reunion tour. Absolutely. <laughs> maybe they'll let us hold the spears this time. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. They don't tend to like us with sharp objects for longer than eight hours. <laughs> Especially when you're running after the bar. Uh, running yeah. to the bar. <laughs> to the bar, yeah. All right. Well, I know uh, you need to go descale yourself and... Uh, descale myself and... Uh, jump in the ocean and... Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, well, wet the whistle. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate your time. I appreciate everything you guys did. And, and we appreciate uh, you coming out and shedding light to, on it. Yeah, I look forward to, to staying in touch. Absolutely. All, All right. right. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. We're out of here.